0: Just Earthly is a podcast for the nature lover, environmental enthusiast, outdoor adventurer, free spirit, and seeker. We belong outdoors, where we find union, belonging, inspiration, and at home with ourselves, each other, and our planet. We go inside to go outside. We go outside to go inside. We gather for self-healing, world healing, here on this earth. Welcome to the Just Earthly podcast. My name is Mandy Metzger, founder of Interland Botanicals, and I'm your host. All right. I am so excited to introduce Brandon Gilberts of Hyperion Herbs to the Just Earthly podcast today. How are you doing, Brandon?
1: Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me on.
0: Yeah, of course. So let's hop right in. Tell us all about what you do. What is Hyperion Herbs all about?
1: Uh, yeah, so I founded Hyperion Herbs in 2010 to basically make really potent tonic herbal extracts, uh, really accessible and easy to use, easy to find, kind of just lower the barrier to entry. Cause when I first started getting into herbs in like 2004 ish, like it was not that it was not easy to find really potent extracts and things that were just really easy to use. Um, and then so just over the years of being in the industry and I started actually started my first business in 2006, which was a brick and mortar um, kind of elixir bar. And then, um, you know, just through the years of that, developed different relationships and connections and was able to basically start producing products that I'd always wanted to take myself, you know, as a consumer, uh, which is funny because people will sometimes like, you know, because I have my YouTube channel and talk about different products and herbs and people will be like, Oh, you're just promoting this because you sell it. I'm like, well, no it's kind of backwards. I only sell it cause I take it and I really like it and I've seen a lot of benefits for it. So then that means I sell it. And then me selling it is just me telling you my experience and how I liked it and what it did for me. So it's like pretty, pretty low key, pretty straightforward. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the, the gist of the company. I sell, um, some teas and some really potent, um, extracts of different medicinal mushrooms and tonic herbs and then also have my youtube channel called hyperion tv since uh, i started that maybe 2008 2009 something like that
0: that's awesome you know it is a good thing that you actually embody what you sell you know right there's so many people that i feel like put things out there where it's just this thing to sell but they actually don't have the experience so it's awesome that you actually i like how it it comes from you first you know and then um you put that out and that's what this podcast is all about it's about self-healing first and then you put that out into the world for world healing so um
1: percent. i think just for whatever reason um being dishonest is really difficult for me (laughs) <laughs> uh, or like having false pretense is not that easy for me. Like I remember even when I was a kid, I didn't really understand socializing because I didn't understand people saying things they didn't mean. And even when I was a teenager and sometimes like a young adult, people were like, oh yeah, yeah, let's, let's connect over this. or oh, yeah. Let's call, let's talk about this. And I'd be like, okay, yeah. And then I'd be like, well, wait, why didn't they want to connect? And I was like, oh, that was one of those instances where they're just saying that because it's what you're supposed to say. It's not what they actually mean. So for whatever reason, that just how I operate, it's all my sales pitches over the years and all the promotional stuff I've ever done. It's just like, here's what this thing is. Here's why I like it. Here's what it's done for me. Check it out if you're interested. And if you're not, then that's fine. Cause uh, I just, if I'm not really like actually passionate or interested in something, I just don't, it's really hard for me to actually do it. Um, which, you know, had <laughs> caused some issues when I was in school, <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, that's just kind of continued on. And for whatever reason, that's just kind of how I do things. Um, Try to just really share things from my own, you know, from my own experience, from my own opinion. And hopefully that can help people in a similar way in which it has helped me.
0: That's awesome. So I have a couple of questions for you. So, one, where, like, what inspired you to get into Herbs, like what, what what inspired your idea behind this business? Even like w- way back when you were starting to take herbs, um, what what inspired you?
1: Sure, yeah, um, I think I was always interested in Eastern philosophy from a very young age, um, but growing up in a small town in Indiana with less than probably twenty five thousand people there wasn't anything really for me to access in the eighties and nineties. Uh, but I was lucky to have the internet from a pretty young age. And that allowed me to kind of expand out of the local environment that I was in. I I remember, you know, being in chat rooms and stuff, people like, I remember people in my environment making fun of me, like, Oh, you're talking to people you don't know on the internet. Now that's like, people do that all day, every day through social media. And I remember when file sharing and Napster came out, people would be like, oh, that's so weird. You're downloading music from the Internet, like such a weird concept. And I was like, everyone's doing it. So this is like kind of just for whatever reason, I just kind of always followed my intuition for better or worse. Um, So following my interest of Eastern philosophy, um, that exposure, I probably started reading books about Buddhism and Taoism things of that nature when I was 13 or 14, just whatever I could access at whatever small local bookstore there was, but it was, you know, it was something, it was a beginning. And then that led me to getting interested in yoga and meditation. And then, you know, spending time at ashrams and doing different in-depth trainings. And like, this was 2003, 2004, which there weren't yoga studios on every corner. And in those days there were, there weren't like, it was kind of a weird thing to be doing at that time. And then eventually, um, through those things, somehow was on these weird, uh, I was on like David Wolf, I don't know if you heard of that guy, but he was like a raw food, superfood kind of guy way back in the day. And uh, I was on one of his membership websites, I think in like 2004, around there. And then somehow they started talking about Reishi, and I was like, oh, that, that sounds very interesting to me the class of it's a class of herbs that you can take to kind of almost kind of like exercise or it's something you can do regularly that just keeps helping you and keep lifting you up because uh, i'd heard of herbs before but it was always like oh dandelion I mean, like i and tea. I'm just like cool that doesn't interest me at all really It sounds kind of boring didn't yeah. really have the romance and the, the allure that kind of and the mythology that something like reishi had so that really piqued my interest and then I'm like, oh, it's used by people who are interested in spiritual things and are trying to change their mental quality. And they're trying to really develop a deeper experience of life, you know, beyond just kind of a superficial or beyond the environment with all of those things resonated with me. So, you know, that was probably 2004. So I was just using them for years um, on my own. And then eventually, I think 2000, end of 2006, just started my first business. Like I said, the kind of Elixir Bar. Because so I was also into like vegetable juicing. And I worked at a uh, local health food store um, that was there. And I worked at the juice bar. And I remember I had like kind of a following.
0: <laughs> this is yeah. funny to look
1: back. Like, If I wasn't working, people would leave. Because they, they would come and they would just look. they just be like, make me something good. You know, because I I just didn't even go off the menu, the menu. I didn't even know what the menu was. I just because I'd made so many things on my own because I was kind of just naturally a little bit creative. I just kind of would make things that were really good. I just got kind of intuitive. So I'd make people these amazing green vegetable juices. And, you know, we're also talking like Louisville, Kentucky in 2005 and six. Like it's not exactly like a progressive utopia or like a health conscious. um, It's not like L.A. or like Beverly Hills or, you know. New York yeah. or these different other areas right so the idea of like vegetable juice was already foreign the idea of green vegetable juice was even more foreign <laughs> right. but I made it like really delicious and people were like oh my god this is so good I feel so good off of this um, and I remember I gave my first I gave a talk there just selling people on the idea of juice and I remember I wrote the like promo for it and I wrote out the talk and I remember just being blown away because it was like I don't know, fifty or sixty people came there. It was like the biggest turnout they'd ever had for any talk at that store. Wow. People were like super engaged and super excited. So then it kind of like planted the seeds of like, huh, maybe maybe there's some intersection of things that I'm passionate about that can help people. And you know, um, which was kind of funny because I'd always been really quiet, really quiet, shy, and reserved. Yeah and not particularly articulate or eloquent or even intelligent, like not really at all, but I think yoga and meditation and tonic herbs and, you know, changing my diet, those things, especially the tonic herbs, like really just started to change things in my brain and give me a lot more energy to be able to to like, just process through ideas and process through information at a really quick rate. Um, and maybe that was already there and it just never had been activated and something about all these things and I was doing like by yoga like I was doing probably 30 minutes of inversions every day just because I had read that like yeah I mean I was getting to the point where I could hold a headstand for like 20-25 minutes I think one I think one time I actually held a headstand for like maybe an hour or something wow and I remember like of course, me being like the idiot that I am, I did that before going to Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner with my family. So I was, I was so gone. I was so just completely like, just had these huge gaps to where my, my mental activity would just stop for like, I don't even know how long. I would just be like, oh, whoa, I'm here where I am. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so I mean... I would just kind of my mindset has always pushed things as far as I can and try to find the most potent things within whatever category. Um, That's just kind of always been my mindset. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's kind of how I, how some things came together. And then once I was doing the brick and mortar thing and I'd seen like, okay, I can talk about things and maybe people listen or interested and these things can help people. And they really helped me. I just realized like the internet was the way to go. Because like, I just, it's just really not rewarding telling things to people that don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? Um,
0: People that just wander into the store and yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. So I just was like, oh, maybe I can connect with more like-minded people who actually want to hear what I'm saying and maybe actually are interested in similar things. Um, And that's kind of continued on to this day. Like, even if I'm doing marketing for my business, it's it's not it I, I don't really want to be the guy that's like here's what herbs are and here's why you should take them I'm more so like a little further down the line and like maybe here's how you want to go further and really experience some deep changes and deep transformation or have some actual kind of potency um so yeah I, that's that's kind of the gist yeah go ahead, sorry
0: No, that's okay. I was going to say, what are some things that people would wander into this this elixir bar you said that you had, or um, even people that are interested in buying the herbs from your website now, what Um, are some of the common things that people come to you with? So let's say someone comes to you and says, Hey, I'm having a lot of anxiety right now. Like, do you have any suggestions for that or?
1: For sure. Yeah. I mean, so I, I have a quiz on my website. I don't think it's functional right now. I'm still in the process of re getting it going up, but from the thousands and thousands of people that took that quiz, it's overwhelmingly like stress and being tired. (laughs) Like
0: that's
1: basically that's mostly everyone, especially in modern times, especially over the last three years that of in America yeah um, that really depleted people um uh, really I think harmed people's nervous systems um, in ways that are maybe irreparable, but we'll see how that how that plays out
0: sure. um
1: so yeah, definitely those are the the major things um. Which is why, you know, when I first started out, I was just talking about herbs and telling people like, you know, you take Rage B and it'll help you calm down or drink Gynostemma because it's in a potent adaptogen and help regulate your stress levels, things of that nature. And then I eventually started doing a lot more kind of philosophical or lifestyle oriented things and teaching classes about like self-reflection and Developing different awareness around how you relate in relationships, how you show up in your career, how you ha- structure your beliefs, because basically, like at least in my own experience as a human being and observing lots of other human beings, what I realize is that uh, some people approach herbalism as just like pharmaceuticals but plants, which I think is not necessarily the right idea because it's kind of a square peg in a round hole it's like if you just want pharmaceuticals just stay over there they're going to be way more potent and way stronger um, and it's going to align with your belief system whereas herbs i think sometimes are maybe require a little more from people where it's like sure like different things can take the edge off or help you you know modulate your cortisol levels and lower inflammation things like that But then also I think you need to look at, well, why do you feel that way? What is causing it? Is it something you can change? Okay. If it is, then how will you change it? And will you change it? Or is it something you can't change and you just need to develop some peace and uh, acceptance with, or is it just, you know, uh, or you're like, for example, you're in a terrible relationship. So that's why you're anxious. It's like, well, there ain't no herb in the world that's going to overcome a bad Relationship, you know, like sure, something can you know take the edge off, melt you out, help you adapt, whatever. But so that's why you know I had my YouTube channel, and I used to have kind of like a an a, I had Hyperion Academy as well, which was I taught a lot of classes and did a lot of stuff on that because it's like at least for me, like herbs helped a lot. But I realized I had to look at other aspects of my life um, to realize like, oh, I'm creating a lot of my own stress. I'm creating a lot of my own conflict. And just realizing that, and then that's like really, really, really empowering. Um, so, so yeah, it's kind of a long winded answer uh, to answering what you asked, but then adding a bunch more to it. But I'm just saying that's, that's why I had the YouTube channel. And um, at least for me, I think that's more of a long-term solution. It's kind of like give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, teach him to fish for himself, you know, you feed yeah. for the life, that kind of cliche. Kind of that sort of thing because it's like, I don't know. It's like, if you're stressed out because your intimate relationships aren't very good, but you keep doing it, it's like, well, that's kind of the thing that needs to be addressed. Yeah, and like herbs can herbs can help for sure, but also you gotta need to realize you're a human being, not just like a machine.
0: Right, um, and that so. and that, it is good to look at this as a holistic. Thing. like it, Exactly. Orgs are part of that holistic um, health there. So yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I think a, I think a lot of times my perspective can. Sorry to cut you off there. I just wanted to add. I think sometimes my perspective can kind of like, kind of let people down or bore them, because I'm a, a little. I don't know. Again, I'm just being honest. Like my perspective on things is a little trying to be a little more neutral and have a wider view. Because, like, I have people that'll email me and be like, Oh, I have all these things. What should I take? And I'll be like, Nothing. Like, you shouldn't take anything. You need to go do something else. Yeah. Or, like, because a lot of people in the industry are super, like, running on hype and adrenaline. And which this is just kind of another tangent that I'll throw in here. It's something I'd realized um, <laughs> over the years is that uh, it seems like what happens with humans is that the alternatives we create to something end up being the same thing that it's an alternative to. So what I mean by that is I would say, at least in my opinion, a lot of the mainstream medical paradigm runs on fear and stress. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then I can name at least five really popular, really successful alternative holistic people who also run their whole business on fear and stress. Scaring people with this so they can buy that making them afraid of this. So they'll buy that. And it's just a constant thing of being afraid of. So it's like, okay, cool. You don't watch mainstream news because it's all fear and stress. Mm-hmm. But now you're just watching this alternative news that's just fear and stress. To yeah. me, that's like, you're doing the same thing, but you don't realize it. So to me, that that always kind of confused me. Um, and it's not something I'm that interested in personally. And that's also just why I try to actually have a genuine alternative and not just be like, hi, I sell these herbs and they'll change your life. If you just take reishi for 30 days, you'll never be sick again and COVID <laughs> won't do whatever and the government can't whatever. and Just like all these things. It's like, dude, yeah, that's just the same thing as what you see on TV. It's not an alternative. Um, so yeah, I just kind of wanted to throw at those caveats uh, a little bit um, in terms of just getting a little more context for why I was saying some of the things I was saying.
0: Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm curious, how do you feel that coffee fits into this? You-
1: I feel like that's a that's a personal thing. Um, some people jive really well with it. Some people whose nervous system and adrenals are wired differently doesn't jive as well. I don't think it's good or bad either way. Um, yeah. Like I've had times where I drink coffee and have times where I don't. So that's just really a personal thing. Like, I mean, I have friends that can drink coffee and then before bed, and they're fine.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, then I, and then I have friends that like can't even touch green tea because they won't sleep at night. You know. Okay. So it's it's kind of something people have to look at for themselves. But then also with any with anything, quality is always the issue. Because it's like, if we mean coffee, what do you mean Folgers? like Folgers right. instant coffee like yeah, yeah that might make you feel a little whatever Um, but then also too I can think of my parents they've been drinking Folgers every morning for like 40 years and they're you know relatively healthy so that's like hey. so that's just that's just my thing I'm kind of obsessive whatever I get into when I was interested in coffee I was like I gotta okay I gotta find the best I gotta really research and, and then yeah so that's just yeah, I think it's just a personal thing.
0: I think I read that everything you sell is organic. Is that true? Did I read that? I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, yes and no. Basically, okay. everything is technically organic and certified, but I just haven't paid the thousands of dollars to use it on my label.
0: Yeah.
1: Is basically what that comes down to. Um because I'm actually I did for a while and I didn't really notice any difference. It wasn't like more people bought it because it had an organic sticker on there. Yeah. Um. So I'm just kind of like, do I really need to pay an extra, I don't know, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 every six to 12 months for a sticker?
0: A sticker, yeah. Um,
1: but I mean, I get it. Some people really believe in it, but I feel like it's just one of those things that it's kind of like when I see products that it's like, it's free of all of these things and it's organic like to me that always registers as like you're just leveraging buzzwords and trends Yeah, it doesn't necessarily speak to that your product is any good at all it just means it's free of a bunch of stuff
0: (laughs) right that's true do you have a favorite product that you sell like a personal favorite
1: for sure, yeah. I think for me, um, reishi, of course, has been one of the best herbs of that I've taken. You know, over the last fifteen years, and when I launched my company, it was my best-selling product, and now, you know, twelve, thirteen years later, it's still the best-selling product That's uh, awesome. by far. Uh, so that is really, really good. The knows demo is also really good. Um, basically, I like everything that I sell. It just kind of depends on what I'm looking for, like. Reishi is a little more calming, whereas lion's mane works on the nervous system and the cognition. Uh, Chaga is like really anti-inflammatory, potent antioxidant, and then cordyceps is like a little more energizing. So they're all really good. It kind of depends on which, you know, what you're feeling um, in terms of the the benefit or the vibe you're you're going for.
0: Yeah, awesome. Actually, it was foraging for reishi's um, earlier. That's awesome.
1: there's a a ton out where you are Pennsylvania
0: yeah yeah I hit the jackpot the one day so I was like super excited about it yeah that's awesome some nice big ones too how to get them before the bugs though the bugs are totally things so
1: yeah there's there's one beetle that just rips them apart
0: that's exactly I don't know what it was but it was a bunch of they looked like a bunch of beetles all over it yeah
1: I think they're called the pleasing fungus beetle which I don't know why they're called that I think they're like black with a little bit of orange or something yeah. on there yeah, yeah. those yeah. men you have a love-hate relationship with them
0: <laughs> yep yeah you see no.
1: this mushroom from across the field and you're like oh I've hit the jackpot and then you look on it you're like ah, oh, man
0: <laughs> yeah they definitely got some of them um before I got yeah. them. but I still still walked away with a whole Um I kept I had a sweatshirt on and I just dumped them all in the sweatshirt (laughs) to carry them. So I still had the jackpot. So that's awesome. It was a happy day.
1: Um yeah, that's so much fun.
0: Yeah. Um so a lot of listeners Mm -hmm. are somewhat new to herbalism, I believe, um, at least in the community. So do you want to go a little bit deeper with what like some of the terminology is so like tonic herbs like what is what For are sure. those and adaptogens do you want to chat about that a little bit
1: yeah absolutely um so so the term tonic herb originally comes from chinese herbalism which has i think the most refined organized complicated thorough encycl- encyclopedic herbal knowledge of anything that humans have ever constructed um it, re- it really has no no, no comparison or no competitor that I've ever seen. It's just in a category of its own. So, you know, through the thousands of years of its existence, they mapped out all the different kind of categories of herbs. So ranging from some that are just kind of toxic and poisonous that should only be used under certain very specific conditions by someone who absolutely positively knows what they're doing, ranging to things that are like a little more safe, but you still don't want to take them over long term because they can throw your body out of balance. Ranging to tonics, which are free of toxicity, meaning they're not gonna like, I don't know, ruin your liver or really harm you that in the way that many other herbs would. Um, and there are things that can be used to kind of strengthen or boost an organ function or process. Um, so that's where that term comes from. There's also the modern term of adaptogen which was, I think, originally coined by the Russian researchers in the 60s or 70s. And basically, it's something that can help your body adapt to stress. Okay. So basically, it's... um. So it kind of in modern terms, these these terms have kind of like blended together and kind of a whole, whole other different thing. So you can kind of understand it a little bit, like I said earlier before, where kind of like exercise, you can take an herb, regularly over the long term and it just improves an organ function or a certain process in your body so for example um, many of the mushrooms that we talked about earlier reishi cordyceps chaga lion's mane and there's many others you know turkey tail maitake shiitake matsutake blah 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 we list them forever mushrooms are getting a lot more popular and part of the reason that they're getting more popular rightfully so is because they have the ability to modulate the immune system so a lot of herbs people might be familiar with like echinacea or like um Oregon grape or golden seal or different things like that people are like oh boost my immune system that's kind of just one like kind of like a one one trick pony so to speak it's just okay. let's just let's just ramp up your immune system which you know that might be what you need but that also might not be what you need and it's not something you really want to take regularly over the long term because it can throw your system out of whack so the idea with the mushrooms is that They don't stimulate and they don't depress, but they can do both. They can regulate. So if you have overactive kind of allergy kind of situation, they can kind of bring that down. If you have kind of a depressed deficiency and kind of bring that up. And then over time, it really, at least in my experience and from what I've seen, it can really just completely change how your immune system functions and ways in which that people, I don't think can really relate to or understand a lot of the time. Like your immune system just gets really a lot better, which Even just the immune system in general, I think is a huge subject, um, which people usually just understand in in context of like, oh, I catch a cold or I don't, or I get sick or I don't. But it does, there's so much more involved in that and it it modulates and interfaces with so many things in your body. Um, Yeah, not getting sick, or if you do get sick, you recover very quickly. Or if you do catch something, it doesn't go very deep. It just hits kind of like... It's kind of on the surface and your body just pushes it out. Like that's kind of, um, really the, the, the benefit that the mushrooms have to offer. So that's why most of the herbs that I sell are the mushrooms. And there's another herb that, uh, I, I would introduce to people called gynostemma. And, um, this is in my opinion, one of the best adaptogens, if not the best. Which I think I've done videos in the past called the number one adaptogen on the planet, Uh, and it was gynostemma, because basically it can modulate so many different functions in the body, Um, because it has a certain family of chemicals that are have this dual directional capacity, and it has more of anything that's ever been discovered, and so it can go in and just work on pretty much all the organ systems and actually just help the body find homeostasis. So, for example, how it feels, if you drink it in the morning, then it kind of just gradually gives you a little bit of a lift. If you drink it at night, it kind of just chills you out and, you know, helps you relax. If you drink it in the middle of the day, if you're kind of stressed, it just kind of helps you come back to center. It's just always kind of help pulling you back to center. I kind of think about it as like those childhood toys or those like boxing dummies with the big weight at the bottom. You like hit it and it just bounces back to center. Like I think that 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 like stupid thing is illustrating a mechanism that i think we all could use more of uh and i think it's is a fu- fundamental and foundational mechanism that i think needs to be nurtured and supported because like obviously life is stressful we experience things but the the fact is how how quickly and how easily can you come back to center whereas if you think about something like trauma that means your center is kind of like thrown somewhere else and you're not really coming back to center at all you're still kind of just stuck out here so like it even can have those kind of longer like broader effects because obviously the more you come back to center the less that stuff is um really uh, a factor or less has less of an impact so it's like these things it's what we all kind of hear about like homeostasis balance immune system But like the concepts are much deeper and do a lot more and have a much wider effect than I think maybe a lot of people realize. Um, So I think gynosema is one of the best herbs because of that and because it tastes pretty good. It's easy to use. It's pretty economical and it's really accessible, meaning it has like all these strong effects, but it's very gentle. So you can basically just make a tea out of it. It just looks like a rolled green tea and you just make a tea out of it super simple it's kind of like bittersweet more like sweet with a touch of bitterness and it's like really 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 awesome and I think more and more people um should know about it so it's one thing that I've tried to put out a lot over the years
0: yeah that's interesting it's
1: what I'm drinking right now
0: is it yeah Mm -hmm. so you should be nice and centered right now
1: (laughs) doing my best
0: (laughs) (laughs) um that's one thing I was going to say in terms of Everything that you sell, right. in terms of like it, the uses, mm-hmm. and like how often you drink that. So, example, like, do you drink that tea every day, or is it a thing where it's like you feel like you need this, so you drink? Yeah, you know I'm saying, like, is it something? For sure,
1: yeah. Get the I think best? that's again, that's yeah. like a personal, so. kind of thing, because like. You know, I had years, I had years and years of my life where I had gyno-stemma every day. Um, I had reishi every single day without fail, multiple times per day. Just kind of, okay. you know, that was for many, 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 many years. So, I mean, I have some clients that are kind of religious and fanatical and they take everything every day. And it's like, um, I think that's great. And if that's, you know, what works for that person, personally, where I'm at now, I'm a little more organic with it. Um, I do have some mushrooms every morning pretty much uh but I'll, I'll change it up depending on what i have in my cabinet um oh. but i have some kind of some kind of mushroom every morning for yeah the last however many years um but i mean they're safe to take every day but i kind of i personally kind of look at it like food or it's like yeah you might have your favorite food but you don't necessarily take it every single day for 10 years in a row you kind of maybe take a break a little bit
0: yeah. um so i was wondering also, yeah go ahead <laughs> i was just i was wondering if your body would eventually get used to it if you take something like every day that you might need to have more of it or take a break for your body to like readjust yeah i
1: mean to be honest i've been taking these herbs for i don't know 15 years and my dosage is still extremely low okay. like that's not because it what you're saying is is absolutely true for some herbs. Okay. Specifically specifically where that would be really appropriate or really relevant is where herbs are specifically working on your hormones and your endocrine system.
0: Okay. Um,
1: so there's herbs like maca or pine pollen or like tongue cataoli or herbs that are like more so working on the hormones and endocrine system, which mostly people will notice over time the body just adapts and like you take it and it doesn't, it doesn't really have the effect anymore. And that's where people have to get into something called cycling where you do like five days on, two days off, or two weeks on, two weeks off, like something like that so that your body just doesn't habituate and completely kind of like stop um, seeing the effects. But the mushrooms, I've not really ever seen that be the case. It's just, because also too, we have to realize that for a lot of cultures, these, these substances were like food
0: right that
1: makes sense. or they would just cook them in stews and stocks um obviously like maitake and shiitake and lion's mane those are more food but like reishi and chaga you can't really like eat them some people would make stocks and put them in their stews which i've actually done um when i used to make my own bone broth and make my own stews i would put a bunch of herbs in there so like yeah. my broth my broth would be like so dark and like black i remember <laughs> i remember i would eat those eat those stews and just be like be like man i'm high <laughs> like what did i just eat it's just something with the food and having all of the herbs in there i'm just like i feel yeah. just super warm like every part of my body is just warm and i feel like i just got out of a hot bath or like just feel real good um so there's okay. definitely something to that
0: yeah That's awesome. Um, So Brandon, I like to ask everyone on the podcast this one question. Um, You know, I I said earlier that the just early podcast is about self and world healing. So I'm curious, how do you, you heal through nature?
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think going back to my origin story was, it was a lot of working with the plants directly. Um, the raw herbs in different forms and doing fasting like fasting for three days taking reishi and like really feeling what it's doing in my body and really seeing things that are going on um and then also you know all the wild foraging that i used to do or in some and still do sometimes for reishi and just that whole experience i think is quite beneficial at least for me like going out in nature going out in the woods is quite uh helps me kind of just i don't know it's kind of like taking a shower i mean i i've always kind of felt that but now they have that like forest bathing terminology but i mean i really think it do, it does something to your uh the field of, around your body because we're, you know we're in so much emf pollution all the time that i think just getting around some something natural to discharge that stuff is i mean it's cool now but i think eventually it's going to be just a survival mechanism for people as things get more and more saturated um, yeah. so for me, that's quite beneficial. And then also just my journey to, um, the Eastern philosophy and different internal arts, uh, which is, you know, based in a lot of natural principles, that's really quite beneficial. And also just the last thing I'll say is, you know, because I started working with the the raw plants and really understanding and feeling what they're about, I try to do my best to have that come through in the extracts and in the products that I sell to make that, to make that kind of experience like really accessible and easy for people to kind of, um, connect with. And I've gotten that feedback from quite a lot of clients actually. They're like, well, I actually really feel something from these. I'm like, yeah, that's why I sell it or (laughs) that's why I (laughs) developed it. Or that's why I selected this particular product is because it actually is like the plant and you actually feel what you're supposed to feel. So,
0: um,
1: So I don't know if that answers the question, but.
0: Yeah, it definitely does. How can For people sure. connect with you outside of the podcast?
1: Yeah, definitely. So my main website is hyperionherbs.com. And uh, people can, if they have any questions or want to know more about anything we discussed here, definitely send me an email from there and I'll get back to them quickly as I can. And then um, my YouTube channel is hyperiontv.com. And there's like 700 videos on there, but uh, it the videos go back to like 2009. So people maybe just be a little bit kind because <laughs> it's a little bit embarrassing of uh, seeing yourself going back that far. But I have just left it on there because it's I don't know it's it's, it's odd. Um, so <laughs> if you see if you see someone that looks like a different person, it's me. It's just me from maybe 15 years ago or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey awesome you still have them up there because i'll tell you i have taken some of my old ones down already so yeah um, yeah <laughs> and i'm doing a new launch soon of my youtube channel so um that's awesome yeah but i give it to you for keeping them up there <laughs> i'm just
1: a glutton for punishment i don't know <laughs>
0: Hey, it is really cool. It's almost like history, you know, it's like it's part of your journey, part of your history. Um, I know I'm such a perfectionist, and that's why I'm like, No, I gotta take them down. Yeah. They're still there, so I can always put them back up. But, uh, I see. <laughs> um, yeah, I will cool. make sure though that I link that down into the description, um, cool. so people can find that. I have wandered around on your YouTube channel, and you have some really informative videos up there. So listeners, definitely make sure that you check that out. And then I'll also put your websites in the description too. If anyone's interested. So awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here today. It was really um you have a lot of knowledge in the field. And it like I said, it's always really nice to talk to someone who really embodies the work, not just sell something for the sake of selling them. So Um, it's really neat to hear your story and um, your experience with these as well and in in addition to the knowledge so thank you Brandon I appreciate it
1: yeah thanks for having me on I appreciate the opportunity and hopefully through my rambling and meandering diatribes there was something useful and valuable for people
0: (laughs) (laughs) of course